0: Sorry, Amy. Good to go. I'd like to call the regular meeting for November 8th, 2023, to order. I'd like to ask Councilmember Figueroa to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance.
1: Would everybody please stand, put your hand over your heart so we can salute our beautiful flag?
0: Ready, begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic. Roll call please.
2: <coughs> Mayor Holloway? Here. Mayor Potem Gamble? Here. Councilmember Beale. Here. Councilmember Figueroa. Here. Councilmember McGur. Here.
0: Thank you. Item one schedule of future events. I'll turn it over to our city manager.
2: Thank you very much, Mayor Holloway and members of the City Council. The City Hall will be closed on Friday, November 10th in observance of the Veterans Day holiday. We would like to take this opportunity to let the residents know that there is a wonderful photo exhibit at the Bell Tower Regional Community Center. The 2nd Battalion 5th Marines stationed at Camp Pendleton recently demonstrated their commitment to community engagement by loaning the city a collection of impactful war photos. This gesture is a touching bridge between military service and civilian life, fostering a deeper understanding of these brave men and women's sacrifices. The exhibit not only honors the battalion's legacy, but also serves as a powerful educational tool shedding light on the realities of war and the resilience of those who serve in the military. Through this collaboration, the 2nd Battalion, 5th Marines, exemplifies the importance of sharing their stories with the broader community. The exhibit will be on display now through mid-December at the Bell Tower Regional Community Center. We also would like to let the residents know that the city council meeting on November 22nd is canceled. The meeting is canceled at the beginning of the year when the city council approves the city council calendar yearly. And finally, in observance of Thanksgiving holiday, city hall will be closed on Thursday, November 23rd and Friday, November 24th. Thank you.
0: Thank you, item two, presentations and proclamations. We have a lot of people tonight to recognize and I'd like to ask the mayor pro tem to join me at the podium. We have a, a business recognition program that we've started, and um, the city staff and city council uh, likes to choose worthy business owners to recognize their, their um, service to the community and, and having a business. Tonight, we are going to recognize Dave Hanna and his newest establishment. Um, that's, I don't know, how long has it been, Dave? A couple of months now? like 30 years. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, Hot Cafe opened a couple of months ago, and that's all you hear about. How many of you drink coffee or eat breakfast? How many have ever been there? How many have ever been to Hannah's restaurant? Pretty much every. How many driven by Hannah? Okay. Every hand is up here. So I'd like to invite Dave Hannah to come up and receive a, a certificate. Let's talk a little bit about Dave and his business. Oh, oh, no, we're, oh, we get to talk about you. Oh, no, 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 you're uh, a, he's a humble guy, he's a humble guy. Oh, no, 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 this is your night. Here's what we're going to say about you. City Council desires to distinguish with appreciation businesses that have made a significant contribution to the success and prosperity of the community. Whereas established in Plaza Antonio by David Hanna in 1993, Hot Cafe began as a venture to bring what he experienced as a student in Santa Barbara to his new hometown of Rancho Santa Margarita, a coffee house and gathering place featuring live music and art in a relaxing atmosphere. Hot Cafe quickly became the popular hangout in our growing city where customers could enjoy culture, conversation, and the best coffee in town. With Dave Hanna's stellar hospitality and savvy business acumen eventually leading to the closure of the cafe and the opening of his signature steakhouse located on the corner of El Paseo and Richard Reese Way. Thirty years later, on August 22, 2023, much to the delight of longtime residents, And former customers, Hot Cafe and Market, opened its welcoming signature blue doors once again to the delight of Hannah's customers, both new and long established. Visiting this location is certain to once again become a tradition for generations of families with the Hannah brand, brand, a deeply embedded signature business that the City of Rancho Santa Margarita is honored to host. Whereas, whereas El Campanero newsletter in 1995 said it perfectly. If you think of Hot Cafe as an artful, trend setting, or leading edge coffee house, you'll be right on track. With Dave Hanna pointing to his employees and the extensive community support as his keys to success in the, new, in the now vintage publication. Therefore, on behalf of the city staff, City Council, and all the residents of Rancho Santa Margarita, and your other customers that come to your restaurant, we'd like to thank you for doing business in our city, and congratulations.
3: Oh, this is, uh, it's emotional. I, I'm, I'm just filled with gratitude. Um, I moved to Rancho Santa Margarita in 1990. I, I read an article in the register about this sh- Shangri Law, I played to Harris Creek and I go, okay, this is my place. And I purchased a condo, you know, off the golf course and Plaza Antonio was, um, just being built and I negotiated a lease and I walked out of the negotiation and go, what did I just do? <laughs> I, I fooled them. And, um, but just, just tremendous gratitude with all the people that I've met, the relationships, um. The, the the moments in time, the moments in life that we're able to share with people is just it, it's really life changing. Uh, just looking at our, our city leadership with everyone here that I that I have a personal relationship with everyone. It's just, we are so fortunate to have uh, leadership in our city where they they really care. They ask me how I'm doing. Uh, they care about each and every citizen in this neighborhood. They are invested uh, wholly. So I just uh, I'm just grateful for everybody here. Thank you so much. Planned our city. Planned the city. Yeah, it was it was it was the city hall before there was one. Uh, 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 Something something that is like still touching to me. Uh, Rick Mitchell, he was the Saddleback music minister, and he he we we uh, we found a stage and we shut the street down without the fire department, or any approval at all, in front of Plaza. And he brought the, the Saddleback Choir to our coffee house every Christmas. And uh, Rick, uh, I, I remain dear friends with him. He just passed away. Uh, he was uh, a, a, just a game changer in our in our neighborhood. And he, he lived in Coto and just loved our city. And uh, he, he just gave his heart and soul to... To this town so you know he, he's he's greatly missed well just again thank you so much
4: you. okay and from uh, assembly member kate sanchez's office a uh, certificate of uh, recognition from the california state uh, assembly and we appreciate you all the way up to Sacramento and down. So Miss Sanchez has her office here in Rancho Santa Margarita. She's a frequent customer, and she wants to personally thank you for your service to the community. Thank you.
0: Recently, uh, we have some graduates from the Community Emergency Response Team, class number one, and we're going to recognize them tonight. Um, we have a video, right? We'll do that now or later? Okay, all right. They know what to do. bring up the class members and the instructors. If I, when I call your name, please come on up. Jim Clemens, class member. (laughs) Diana Dizon, if I pronounce that correctly, please come up. (laughs) Joanne Enzi, Enzi? Joanne, come on up, is she here? (laughs) Len Malena, Len, come on up. Our cert instructors? Robert Ellerea. Oh man, I'm sorry. Robert. Jean Kula. Mona. Steve Root. These are instructors. Jeremy Ballone. John Wheeland. And Sherilyn De La Paz. Let me talk to you a little bit about what happened here and what they did and what this is all about. Rancho Santa Margarita's proximity in natural parks and open space makes it vulnerable to wildfires. And all of Southern California is earthquake country. It is not a matter of if a major disaster will strike, but when. The Community Emergency Response Team (CERT) program educates volunteers about disaster preparedness for the hazards they may impact that might impact their area. It trains them in basic disaster response skills such as fire safety, light search and rescue, team organization, and disaster medical operations. CERT operates under the premise that trained community members could be the first to assist their neighbors before emergency responders arrive and teach everyone who needs help. Tonight we are recognizing the city's first ever graduating CERT class. The names that we just mentioned uh, that were the students are now certified CERTs after completing eight hands-on classes and a final disaster simulation exercise. Participants learned a lot in a relatively short time. Personal safety and emergency preparedness was followed by learning how the incident command system works. OCFA provided hands-on instruction on how to properly use a fire extinguisher, light search and rescue, and more. With the CERT theme of neighbors helping neighbors, in the forefront, the City of Lake Forest CERT instructor, Steve Root, Robert, John, Jean, and OCFA Fire Captain Jeremy Vallone volunteered their time every Tuesday to assist our city and share their expertise to help us get our program up and running. I Also wanted to thank Sherilyn De La Paz, who oversees the program with the City of Lake Forest for all of her assistance during this training. Let's hear it for these folks. We also, we have they all have awards from um, Office Seventy First District Assemblywoman Kate Sanchez. Along with these, we'll get those to you. And I'd like to ask Mr. Jim Clemens to say a few words.
5: Just, Not just a few, all right. Um, it's 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 been an amazing experience, and it's really really meaningful to be the first inaugural class to help in the community in the safest in the safest cities, right? But we're only safe because of everything that the the, the, the government does for us, but they can't stop earthquakes. They can't stop natural disasters. And this team here, which I am very proud to be part of, that, we, that we're, we're going to be there to help, is great. And the other team that's all wearing green, except, but you got green, uh, their training, their experience has taken us to the next level. So unfortunately, we don't all live in the neighbor, same neighborhood, so I can't rely on them for when we're going to need it, but we are going to need it. So the mantra or the, the slogan of CERT is do the greatest good for the greatest number in the least amount of time, and that's exactly what we are prepared to do. Thank you very much, and thank you for all the training everything you did.
0: Laura Lopez is also certified, and she's going to jump in here, one of our city staffers. How many of you attended the recent Rancho Fest? Raise your hands. How many have heard of it, didn't make it, but you'll make it next year? Okay. Rancho Fest was a, an annual event here in Rancho Santa Margarita put on by 98% of volunteers. And we have certificates of recognition for those individuals tonight. We want to recognize them. Um, let me start here. I'm going to call the names. Some of them are here, some of them are not. Kerry Miller, Josh Bastion, come on up if I call your name. You can clap. We can clap for him all the way up. <laughs> Jennifer Beal, George Blair, Jim Clements, Mike Conti, Ron Evans, Noel Fairbarn, Chip Furness. Charity Hill. Michael Johnson. Kate Kina, Angela McCormick. Julie McGurr. Blaine Nelson. Nicole O'Connell. C.C. Reese, Kurt Stanley, Barbara Thomas, Mike Vaughn, Angie Wriggs, and Chris Wriggs. Let me tell you about the work that these folks did. The Rancho Santa Margarita Chamber of Commerce provides programs, events, and support to Rancho Santa Margarita businesses, furthering economic development and growth opportunities that benefit the entire community. The RSM Chamber of Commerce organize, organizes a signature event known as the Rancho Family Fest designed to promote business and showcase the Rancho Santa Margarita community in partnership with the City of Rancho Santa Margarita, Samlark, and U.S. Alliance Group Incorporated, as well as several key sponsors to ensure a successful event. Support for the ongoing growth, attraction, and retention of businesses is this annual event attracting thousands of attendees provides the opportunity for a comprehensive showcase event at which local businesses, merchants, and vendors, including restaurants, promote their businesses, goods, and services with the goal of bolstering and enhancing our local economy. Title sponsor Providence Mission Hospital led the marquee of local businesses to deliver two full days of great music, delicious food, and hometown spirit to Central Park, in addition to a beer garden, local business booths, beer garden, yeah, people were there. How many went to the beer garden? Okay. And a kid's zone. The 2023 Rancho Fest lineup included Slim and Friends, Entropy Rasta, Redneck Rodeo, Flashback Heart Attack, Tijuana Dogs, R&D Band, Jimmy's Buffet, <laughs> Yachty by Nature, and The Reflex. So how many went to any of those bands? Okay. Additional sponsors making their signature, making this signature two-day event possible including Hogue CRNR, Lighter Than Air Balloons, Santa Margarita Toyota, Santa Margarita Ford, Applied Medical, U.S. Army, yes, the U.S. Army, Rancho Santa Margarita Honda, Santa Margarita Water District, Supervisor Don Wagner's office. And the Supervisor is here tonight. Let's hear it for Supervisor Don Wagner, please. RSM Christian School and the Toll Roads. Rancho Family Fest is hosted and run by a tireless, dedicated core group of people who ensure that the weekend is full of diverse live music, fabulous food and beverages, interactions with local businesses and vendors, and fun activities for kids. Rancho Family Fest is made possible by a dedicated group of volunteers who work behind the scenes for several months, more than several months. I think they've already started, and it just, just ended. Leading up to the event to create a fun and safe environment for attendees of all ages. On behalf of the city council, the city staff, All the residents of Rancho Santa Margarita and the community at large, we'd like to thank you for your dedicated effort and what you've done for our city. Thank you so much. Let's hear it for these folks. They deserve a round of applause. I'm gonna have Josh Bastion come up and say just a couple of words about this group, please.
6: Couple of words, okay. Do I have 35 minutes? I don't think that's enough time. Um, first of all, before I get started, I wanted to thank all of our veterans that are here tonight. I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention you guys, and thank you all very much for your service. We, we certainly appreciate it. And speaking of service, that's why we do this. We love the city of Rancho Santa Margarita. It is God's country. It is, in my opinion, the greatest place on the planet to live. Uh, we're just lucky to be a part of it, and so... All of us feel that it's important to just give back. And when you talk about how long we take planning this event, we have. We've already started. And um, so you guys are amazing. And the city council and city staff, you guys are all a big part of it, too. You work all weekend and all year on this whole thing. So thank you guys all very much. And um, I have with good authority, if you guys aren't doing anything this or uh, next October, we might get Taylor Swift, right? (laughs) Or maybe one of the Kelsey brothers. We'll see. But anyway, thank you guys all very much, and uh, we'll see you next year.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you all. Item 2.4, Veterans Day presentation. I'd like to invite Supervisor Don Wagner to come up with this, for us to work with this group, this most deserved group. Let's hear it for your Supervisor, Don Wagner. I'm honored today to be speaking with you on such an important occasion. Tonight we are celebrating Veterans Day. We are here today to honor our veterans and to remember the sacrifices they have made to defend our honor, duty, and country. At this time, we will play a video honoring our veterans. Veterans Day, originally called Armistice Day, was designated as a day to celebrate the end of World War I. The First World War ended on November 11, 1918. Congress passed a resolution in 1926 for an annual observance and November 11 became a national holiday beginning in 1938. President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed legislation in 1954 to change the name to Veterans Day as a way to honor those who served in all American wars. Our veterans possess courage, pride, determination, selflessness, and dedication to duty and integrity. Our veterans left everything they knew as they were called to be part of something bigger than themselves. On Veterans Day and every day, let us show them our gratitude that they so rightly deserve and let us recommit to pledging our full support for them and all that they do. Let's hear it. At this time, we'd like to invite forward all veterans in attendance this evening, please come forward as your branch of service is called. United States Army. United States Army still coming up. Come on up. Sorry. (laughs) United States Air Forces. United States Coast Guard. United States Navy. United States Marine Corps. More applause, please. Early this evening, we had the. Did I miss anybody? I hope not. I miss any veterans? Thank you. Earlier this evening, we had the honor of recognizing Vietnam veterans for the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. I'd like to ask Supervisor Don Wagner just to make a few remarks, if you would. Thank
7: you, uh, Mr. Mayor, and I am. I am uh, honored and privileged to be here today to recognize our veterans, and as it says on the slide behind me, Veterans Day ought to be every day because it is every day that we owe this continuing debt of, of gratitude to our veterans. I will, I will though mention one particular subject that has taken a lot of imp- taken on a lot of importance uh, in my life and some of my duties uh, of recent, Uh, Note and and it's really for the entire community to get behind and, and support our veterans And that is this we are seeing when veterans come home Increasingly they are coming home with some of the vestiges of the action they saw the experiences they had the the their time in service coming back and we are seeing a rash of veteran suicides in this nation. Sadly, Orange County is not immune to it. And so I want to make sure everybody realizes that as wonderful as it is to have our veterans back and in our communities and, 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 and continuing their service locally, Some of them are bearing scars of war, and if you see something, if you hear something, if you sense something is off, this county, this nation certainly, but this county I know for a fact has resources available. We're looking to save lives because the men and women who have served us need us increasingly to step up, be there for them. And so that is the message that I want to really drive home on on this Veterans Day. We owe our veterans so much. Thank you so much to every one of the veterans. And in some cases, by no means all cases, but in some very important cases, maybe someone you know, maybe someone you love, we can serve them now. Tell people, do not be worried about a stigma. Tell people, help is available. Be there for them because you can save lives. So, Mr. Mayor, Council, thank you for a recognition to these wonderful, deserving men and women who've served our community. And if you see something, let's now, this time, help them. Thank you, Mr. Mayor.
0: The word I think about when, when uh, we, we see these folks up here is gratitude. And those of you that are young here, it's hard to wrap your brains around what they've done and the sacrifices that, that they make. But just remember that. Let's hear it for these folks. They're all heroes. <laughs> Let's all try to get some pictures with this group. This is, Carol, jump in there and help us out, please. Always one of the best nights of the year, without a doubt. Item three, public comments. This is the time to address the city council on any matter not listed on this agenda. That is within the subject matter jurisdiction of the city council. Public comments are limited to three minutes per person. And a time limit of 15 minutes for this segment of the public comments portion. Do we have any people want to come up with public comment? We have none. We do not, but we do have one e-comment. Excuse me. This is from I name, it, name, it, name it. Craig Van Doren, a resident, who says, can we just get a definition as to whether or not these pop-up stands are legal? Thank you for your comments, Craig. We can't discuss that at this point, we just...
8: Mr. Mayor. Yes, sir. Sorry to interrupt, but um, I know I've been getting a lot of residents asking that same question lately in our city, in particular regarding public health and safety concerns, and I just wonder if we might give an opportunity to our city manager or city attorney to just provide a brief response to Mr. Van Dorn, because I think so many residents in
9: this community share that same question. Absolutely,
0: good idea. And start with the city attorney or city manager. City attorney. Okay, city attorney Greg Simonian.
9: Good afternoon, Mayor Hallway, members of the council. Yeah, this is a recurring issue. Uh, the short answer is several years ago, Governor Jerry Brown signed a bill into law legalizing sidewalk vending. This bill was SB 946. Um, as a result, it significantly curtails the ability of cities to enact meaningful regulations to prohibit sidewalk vending. So sidewalk vending is legal. But none of them are legal if they're serving food and they don't have the proper health care agency permit. So they have to be inspected and received permits by the Orange County Health Care Agency. The one most recently seen in the city of Rancho Santa Margarita apparently does not have the proper permitting. And so an enforcement action was taken and continued enforcement actions will be taken. And in the meantime, my office will be looking to towards bringing an ordinance, perhaps in the next couple of months, to the city council enacting certain regulations that are permissible within the confines of SB 946.
2: I I would also add that uh, we have been working with the health care agency and the health department and they have been out um, for enforcement for any vendors that do not have a permit. We've also been told by the health department, the county health department, that there are no vendors that serve hot food this way that on the street that have a permit in the county of Orange. Anywhere in the county of Orange.
0: Thank you. And since we're on this subject, why don't we just briefly explain what happened when the health department came out to Rancho Santa Margarita recently?
2: We, we would like our uh, assistant city manager who oversees code enforcement could answer that question most appropriately. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. We had uh, a week ago tonight, uh, the health department came out with uh, three staff members. Along with our code enforcement officer and uh, three members of our public works staff, we went to the uh, the vendor uh, with with the help of the sheriff's department as well, and they confiscated all of the food, and we disposed of that food. And they also confiscated some of the equipment used by the uh, the vendors, not necessarily the large equipment or the the grills, um, but utensils and cooking materials, those are confiscated by the health department and those have been taken to the health department storage facility and they can be claimed by that uh, vendor in 30 days with with proper information and and verification.
0: So the the new equipment that we see that's back on the, the sidewalks is not that equipment, they're bringing in new equipment, correct? because they can't get what we confiscated or what the health department confiscated for 30 days, correct? That's correct. So they're bringing bringing stuff that we couldn't confiscate and um, remain here. So um, certainly the city staff is doing as much as they can. Um, I believe the health department um, field operations is not a large one. They don't, there's a small number of field investigators for the entire county. we had the health help of uh, Supervisor Don Wagner's office to get the health department as quick as they got here. So we understand the um, issues involved with current businesses that follow all the legal standards, and uh, rest assured the city is going to do everything we can legally to uh, remedy this. Thank you.
4: I think this is a problem. I mean, they're not sanitary. They, they're not following the health department protocols, and I think the public should know that. Our restaurants, you know, are inspected. They go to great lengths with sanitary conditions and and you know, um, bacteria control. And I, I just think this is very important that the public know that these aren't licensed in any any way. And if you've ever had food poisoning, I, I hope you really like it uh, because that, that's what you'll be subject to.
0: Well, uh, and that was saying that the health department confiscated food and equipment. Um, the health department, so clearly there was a health issue. Just so leave it at that. So, Thank you for the explanation. We'll move on. Item four, consent calendar. All matters on the consent calendar are to be approved in one motion unless a council member, staff, or member of the public requests a separate action on a specific item on the consent calendar. Any items to be removed? We have no items to be removed. I have a motion and a second?
4: So moved. Second. second.
0: We have a motion and a second. All those in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries unanimously. Item five public hearing items. We have none. Item six, we have no continued items. Item seven, we have no new business. Item eight public comments. Once again, we don't have any public comments since the last public comment a few minutes ago. Okay, thank you. Item 9, City Manager Report 9.1, Rancho Santa Margarita Historical Items Catalog and Display. City Manager
2: Cervantes. Thank you very much, Mayor Holloway and members of the City Council. Uh, Staff is really excited to bring this concept to the Council for consideration and further direction. The community has been, the Rancho Santa Margarita community has been in existence Prior to the city's incorporation, and while we love celebrating the city's incorporation, there's a vast history that precedes uh, January 1st, 2000, that we also would like to celebrate. Many people may not know that this uh, area was owned by the O'Neill family at one point in time. I believe there's a a photo of uh, Mr. O'Neill there in the council chambers, and these photos that you see in the council chambers are just a very, very small sample of the collection that we have. We were fortunate to receive a donation from the Historical Society several years ago. It was a small group of volunteers. They had collected and compiled all of this uh, memorabilia as you know photos documents there's some memorabilia from when the housing tracks were first marketed to the public, uh, newspaper clippings lots of really interesting items uh, of, of historical significance for this community and they were unable to continue to keep that and they asked if the city would take it from them and we did and it's been sitting in storage here there's a few items that have been displayed we've had the items in the lobby there's a small case but it certainly is just not large enough for the vast number of items Uh, when mr richard reese passed away in uh, august of this year he also provided the city with a number of items and we're very gracious to him for all of his work on the cityhood all of his work in creating the master plan here and he kept meticulous records and they're they're fascinating just the penmanship of his records are something to look at and these are things that really need to be shared with the community and so rather than sitting in an office against a wall or walls in one in city hall we really would like to find a way to display all of these wonderful items as well as provide an opportunity for school children to come through when they come for tours and learn about community to have a deeper understanding of the history of this area in order to do that we really would like some direction uh, to find some space carve out some space over at the Bell Tower Regional Community Center for this purpose. It's a, it's a concept at the moment. We don't know exactly how much space we would need. We don't know what the, uh, the dimensions or the cabinets or the, the, the walls would be, but we need to determine that, and we also would like to uh, come up with a budget for creating this space within the Bell Tower and with that, I would ask for some council comments or direction. We really would like some authorization to proceed with this and come back to you with a budget and a plan for for creating this, this functional space for the enjoyment of the community. That, that ends my report. I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: Thank you very much. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Um, we've had conversations about this. Um, Talked with the Mayor Pro Tem about it, the City Manager, and certainly interested in forwarding this concept. Um, we have so much history in a short period of time, comparatively, that, um, yeah, that, that when I saw Laura Lopez and we looked at that room, there's so much stuff in there and we're just trying to figure out what, and it just hasn't been the room, but possibly with uh, city staff looking, and you have already you know, looked at some options that I'm all in favor of you forwarding this process and, and then, um, discuss the, the financial part of it at a later time. Whatever whatever you think the options are, are there a number of cities or the most cities have a historical room office area, to your knowledge?
2: I I can't say about most cities, but there are a number of cities in Orange County that have. Um, either you know historical museums, historical rooms within their city halls. I know a lot of them do have either artwork or other um, displays. A, a number of the newer city halls uh, certainly do have areas and spaces that celebrate history or have you know pieces of art or photographs uh, displayed in their city halls.
0: Okay, thank you. Those are my thoughts. Uh, Others' thoughts start with Councilmember Magura.
10: I, I think it's a great idea. If anything, it's long overdue. Um, we have so much stuff that people have honored us with. You know, the two five come in here every year and they give us an award of some sort, uh, and, and, and we need to display this uh, stuff. Uh, I was really heartened to hear you mention Richard Reese. I think we really need to hammer on that, if you will, when we finally get around to doing this to make sure that people recognize the fact that uh, Richard Reese was so intimately involved in the creation of this community, and not just the creation, but how it, how it, how it grew over the next 20 years. Um, Dave Hanna mentioned today uh, Mr. Muchow and all that I remember i lived here since 86 and I remember those concerts at Hot Cafe I remember a Hot Cafe and, um, and that's history here in the city and people should know about that so I think uh, I'm all in, in favor of it my biggest concern is finding a big enough of a room in the Bell Tower to display all of this because we have so much and it's growing with time and um, I've noticed when people come through the city chambers here uh, council chambers for the first time you know they stop and they look at the pictures on the wall and we're going to have uh, Mr. Moiso tomorrow night as mm-hmm. well and and obviously his family is is just you know it was their land, if you will, so I think we really do need to do that for not just the people that live here but the people that will be living here in the future that they know there's a history that they're walking into so i i'm I'm one hundred percent behind it, and i I guess you'll come back with a budget at some point in time but um I, I'd be surprised to hear any, any real negatives associated with this, but that's, those are my thoughts.
0: Thank you, Mayor Proton.
4: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I think I have pictures of planning the city at Hot Cafe <laughs> um in nineteen ninety-five, that uh that long ago. Um I uh think in the When I first heard about this idea, I was thinking, you know, in our busy lives, especially those that are raising families, you're so busy shuttling kids back and forth. You're raising them. You're working. And I think one of the beautiful things about Rancho Santa Margarita are the little things that we can do to introduce a sense of community. And one of the reasons I believe that we're the safest city uh, is uh, certainly – you know, not, for, not but for the efforts of um, the Orange County Sheriff's Department, but it's our community that feels connected to this place. And when we can create uh, places, spaces, or opportunities for greater connection for the community, I think we have a more harmonious community. I think we have uh, people that care and they look out for each other as well as they look out for the safety and the security of the community. So I look at this as just another opportunity uh, for that engagement to create um, a more cohesive community. And I I love this idea. I think it's great. Thank you so very much. Thank you.
0: Council Member Figueroa.
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Um, Well, I concur with my colleagues. Um, What a great idea. And and I think it's uh, so important to preserve our history uh, of our city, because it's a unique one. Um, And I also want to thank um, um, our residents. I've actually received, uh, I think, three to four phone calls from different residents who were involved in the planning of the cityhood who have donated items. Um, I think I I brought in a couple of brochures, um, I think an old mug, coffee mug, and then actually one of the original maps, I believe, of... Rancho Santa Margarita and how it was going to lay out. So I want to encourage our residents, um, if they did find anything or if they have a neighbor who has some old memorial, make sure you turn it in so we can display it. I think this is a fantastic idea, and I can't wait to see it all completed. Thank you very much.
2: Yes, we would love any new items that some, or old items, I should say, that uh, residents may have stored away in their Attics or garages that that would be really uh, special to have that we've we've uncovered some unique items we have a replica branding iron from uh, The ranch days we have the t-shirt we have I think there's a some soil Samples from long ago. It's it's really quite fascinating what has been uncovered and and we would certainly welcome any other items
8: Councilmember Beale. Beal Thanks, Mr. Mayor. Um, tonight's been a great meeting. By the way, I'm fully supportive of this. Um, a lot of highlights, but one of the big highlights for me tonight was I met um, a young family that was here for our Veterans Day celebration tonight. Um, he's um, a veteran that served in the Army. He was here with his wife, and he had his baby in a stroller. And they've lived in Rancho Santa Margarita, he, he was telling you they were telling me for three years now, and they came from Los Angeles, and they could not stop talking about how much they love living here, and how it's night and day different from where they've come from, and how they are trying very hard to encourage all of their family and friends to come and join us here. And I told them, you made my night, I just love hearing those stories, but To bring it back to what we're talking about here, I do believe that that special quality of life that they feel so much in their own life um, every day is because we're a special place, a master plan community uh, that was designed to be a small city with the soul of a village where everybody feels like they belong, like they know their neighbors, and It's that master plan that I've often said I believe leads to that special quality of life that our residents enjoy. So I would love the idea of putting out these sorts of historical photos and artifacts, um, not just to share it with the community, but I would hope we can help educate the community about what it is that makes us special, how we are a master plan community, maybe highlight that master plan um, because we need the baby in that stroller and future generations to recognize and remember what it was and, you know, that makes, made this such a special place so that we keep it this way and we don't start chipping away at it and losing it in the future. So I'm 100% supportive of this.
0: Thank you. Item 10, everything you need, Senior Manager?
2: Yes, that, okay. there, there's no action. It's just a receiving file.
0: Okay, thank you. Item 10, matters presented by Mayor and City Council members. 10 1, uh, Committee Assignment Reports, Foothill Eastern Transportation Corridor Agencies. Council Member Beale.
8: Uh, thanks, Mr. Mayor. Um, at our meeting, it, it's a, maybe a bit of a stretch to say these are highlights, but it, it's the best I could do from the meeting that we did have. Um, the TCA did receive our annual uh, audits, our financial audits and we received unmodified opinions in our audits Uh, with respect to the Foothill Eastern TCA, of which our roadway is in. uh, The tolls, fees, and fines earned in the last fiscal year totaled $212 million, compared to 199.3 million in the prior year. So there's been a 6.5% year-over-year increase Um, Again, unmodified opinions, the highest level of assurance that our financial statements are fairly stated in all material respects in accordance with generally accepted accounting principles. So the TCA's um, are quite financially strong. We also received our annual customer service update. Over 90,000 surveys were completed. And uh, the bottom line is that the agencies maintained an A rating and customer satisfaction for the fourth year running. Things that we talk about include things like average wait times to contact the agency and raise a question um, and things of that nature. So we we try and be a very user-friendly organization. And based on the annual customer service update, uh, we're doing a decent job of that. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Item uh, 2, Orange County Fire Authority, Mayor Pro Tem Gamble.
4: Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Uh, much like uh, Council Member Beal, uh, the Orange County Fire Authority meetings are full of the business of that organization, and we have our our budgets and customer service um, uh, surveys. But I thought this was the most interesting uh, piece of news I could bring to you tonight. In October of 2023... OCFA, the Orange County Fire Authority, received 19,864 calls pertaining to 15,045 incidents. That's a 4% increase from the previous year. Many of these calls were answered by the 13 new dispatchers who recently graduated from the largest dispatcher academy in OCFA history. Under the guidance of their trainers and with the support of the entire staff of the emergency command center, these trainees were integral to dispatching the appropriate response on nearly 500 incidents per day. As always, our firefighters built upon this emergency command center excellence by saving lives and protecting property throughout the the county. And I'd like to thank them uh, for their outstanding service. These new dispatchers... uh, Performed beautifully at, uh, with their training. And of course, we need to get uh, the right people to the right place when you dial 911. So I'd like to applaud them. And I, I thank you very much, Mr. Mayor.
0: Thank you. Item 10.2 Council Member reports and comments. Start on my right. Anything? Uh, maybe. Council Member Beale.
8: I'm good tonight. Oh, okay. You, good.
0: <laughs> Council Member Figueroa. Thank you. I have nothing to add. Nothing. But thank you. Mayor Pro
4: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I just want to say thank you so much uh, to Wendy Reddington and the staff for uh, this evening's veteran celebration. Um, it is a little um, disconcerting as the years go by, we see some familiar faces uh, that don't attend any longer and we've lost contact with them. And as our veterans age out, uh, we know um, they're in a better place. So this is uh, such an important celebration to this city because it's part of the history, not only of of the nation, but of our families. So thank you very much for the celebration. Good evening.
0: Thank you. It was was always... Good to see our veterans, and um, numbers were smaller this year. Um, hopefully, they'll they'll continue to come, and um, the uh, those that took part in putting this together, stopwise. Thank you very much for your efforts. Um, I'm going to end on probably the thing I always end on is the subject of e-bikes. So, unfortunate uh, to, uh, to report that the e-bike issue, i.e., injuries. The people that ride them are is getting substantially worse. Mission Hospital supplies us or me with information about um, traumas that occur because of e-bikes, and that number is, is increasing at alarming alarming numbers. Uh, social media issues about you know kids not all not just kids it's not a kid problem these kids being kids. Um, so I appreciate the sheriff's department always being diligent and, and doing as much as they can. Um, to enforce and educate those that ride e-bikes. Just a question for the people that are in the audience. Anybody have an e-bike? I see some younger guys in there. You don't even have an e-bike? Own an e-bike? Ever done a wheelie on someone else's e-bike? Okay. Do you, would you guys agree that it, it can be a little dangerous, the kids that ride Okay, I'm getting younger kids nodding their heads. Okay, that's, yeah, it's not just old folks being old folks. I mean, it's out there. We've all seen it. Um, so everything that we can do to, to help these kids be safe and not injure themselves, the public safety's doing that. Um, the hospitals are doing as much as they can for education and we're just gonna keep you know, repeating the message. This, we'll do as much as we can. That being said, um, the next regular meeting of the city council will be held on Wednesday, December 13th, the last um, council meeting of 2023 at 7 p.m. in the city council chambers right here. Meeting adjourned.